0: Hey, I'm Tommy. Konnichiwa. Tomo desu.
1: You're listening to Football in English. Welcome back to another episode of Football in English. We are joined once again by Dan Olowitz as we continue talking about the J-League. This week, we're going to talk a bit more about fan culture and why the J-League is so popular. Thank you for joining us again, Dan. Thank
2: you
0: for having me. I'm to be Dan-san. ファン yeah、so I would say the J League is up there with the
1: most interesting sports I've ever been to. Uh, Compared to the Premier League, even NFL things like that, it's just such a fun day out. Um, So, the things that really stuck out for me were uh, people going to the stadium the day before a match to put down tape to mark a spot in line. (laughs) Definitely don't have
2: that in the US or anywhere
1: else. (laughs) No, (laughs) that was really, really interesting.
0: Uh, I did it once, but I didn't ever do it again. (laughs)
1: Probably yeah it Um. seemed to for people from Osaka, you know, Um. they they, you know, looked after it pretty well, I think. Surprisingly. I didn't think it would work, but yeah, it seems to.
2: I've only done like an early trip once. I I've never I've never gone the day before and put down tape, but I remember before the two thousand nine Nabisco Cup final Um, I made flags and actually my my friend went early and he saved our spot. And then I came at like five in the morning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's early. Well, actually that that takes me on to the next point then. People often arrive at the stadium, at least the ultras arrive about five hours before a match uh, to to go and find their spot in that line (laughs) and then make sure no one's taken and then get in and set up their flags and all of that. Comparing that to Europe, you know, Premier League match, you'd get in literally five minutes before the match because you're at
2: the pub. Mm. Uh, in America, we have what we call tailgate culture, uh, especially at American football games and at soccer games, uh, MLS and national teams, where fans will get to the stadium Three, four, five hours before a game, but they'll just have fun in the parking lot and they'll drink and they'll have food. And uh, sometimes you'll have organized parties, uh, but sometimes you'll just have fans who bring a grill and just barbecue food uh, mm. outside the stadium. And that's just a part of the atmosphere. And it's just, you, you, you go and you make friends and you just hang out with other fans. And that's just very much a part of the American sports experience. And so it it, it has been fun to see how Japan does something similar. But it it is a very different vibe. And it's still very
0: fun. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah, that is
1: truly unique to Japan, I think.
0: あの、mm. i i just i remember
2: uh when i went to uh, i've I've been to a couple games in europe but i just remember going to like uh i think it was milan for the for the milan derby and just like they had all the stalls outside outside of the stadium but inside the stadium there's nothing mm. uh but of course you can't get out you can't get out so you have to make sure <laughs> so everyone's making sure that they eat before they go in And it was the same way in Turkey. I went to a game in Istanbul and that was crazy. Just so many people and the security are really rough.
1: And uh, that was wild. Well, I guess that's also a good thing. I haven't gotten my list here, but the the violence, you know that's probably a big reason why that's a rule in other countries, but Japan, you just don't have violence, which is a Mm. great thing. Uh, Probably that's also to do with, at least in my experience, I'm not sure about other teams, but at uh, Cereso, no one, none of the Ultras drank beer. This is amazing. They, they were very. Yeah, it was all about, it was kind of like their job to be supporters for the match. It really felt <laughs> like oh. they're responsible for the team's performance through their singing, that getting drunk is actually really looked down upon. I think
2: some Tokyo Ultras tend to get a little drunk before the game. Not every oh. game, <laughs> not every Ultra, but uh, uh, they're not as strict. Urawa are very strict, like because when we talk about when we talk about ultras, uh, we're talking about the ones who are in charge of the drums and the the capos, mm. as we say in the states, who are in charge of of leading the chants. Mm. Uh, but in Urawa, they tell fans, everyone behind the goal, don't drink. You're you're not here to eat. You're not here to take photos you're not here to play on your phone, you're here to sing and to support the team. And it creates a very good atmosphere. Uh, but it is sort of very, it, it, Rawa are very European. I, I tell people that their support is very similar to Germany or mm-hmm. uh, Holland, uh, like the some of those European leagues where it's just very intense and very overwhelming.
1: I totally respect that, having those rules. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's cool. But me, personally, I'm going to sing better if I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm going to be more passionate and louder if, I'm, if I've am if i got a few beers in me. I think that's just natural. So,
0: yeah. If I don't drink, I won't be singing much. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, I,
2: when I stood behind the goal, I would always bring... <laughs)うん. Water or Aquarius or green tea, just
0: everything because at the, the, at the end of the day, my throat is just killing me.
1: one, <laughs> I took photos at J-League matches. I went to, like, literally, oh. I had someone in front of me put their Ikoka on the seat to ikoka stop, <laughs> to save their seat. They put their Ikoka card. <laughs> Any other country, that would be oh. gone within 30 seconds. Oh. I as a, I do, I do a lot of photography
2: at, at J-League games, so not not recently, but you we have a lot of camera gear. Uh, I think, Tommy, you've seen my, my mm. equipment. I'm sure, Tomo, you've seen, I've, I've tweeted... Oh photos of my cameras and I remember uh shooting either the club world cup or the rugby world cup and a photographer asks me he's like wait is it safe to leave my stuff in the um like in the press room and I was like oh yeah nobody will touch it it's fine (laughs) You're cool, and they're like, really? You could leave it if, at the train station. You could leave the train. <laughs> you sh- but if you're shooting in Brazil or in Europe, if you leave your equipment oh. somewhere and go to the bathroom and come back, it's gone. Doesn't matter that you're like in the security area; it's gone.
1: Yep, yep. And I I love that about Japan. That's just such such an amazing part of the just the culture,
0: not just sure, about man. football. それはだからストレスがあんまりない状況で応援できたり and I think
1: that leads into my next point about many women, children, families attending matches too it's all connected you know I said lack of violence uh, that threat is not there meaning that women and children or mums feel safe feel comfortable bringing their kids along and again, this is so, I think like 50% of fans at J league matches are female or something like that. It depends on the
2: team. I think overall, uh, across the league, it's about 36, 37%, but some teams have 50, 50 splits. And I believe one or two teams have more women than men going mm.
1: to games. I think well, I know Nagasaki? Soresto mm. did for a little bit with, I think it's four lands, Yes, shows. The, se, the Serejo, that was a Serejone. fun Serejone. time. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, it, it's, that is one of the most interesting points compared to other leagues uh, across the world, that you have so many female fans and that they can feel so safe at, at the stadiums, which isn't always true. Uh, I remember when uh, in Turkey... Uh, they had a game that they had, they banned. I think it was a Fenerbahce game. Mm. And they banned men from the stadium. It was only women and children because I think the ultras had gotten into trouble. And these women are cheering and they're singing and they're like, that's scary. I would, if I'm the opposing team, <laughs> I wouldn't want to play there. But then you come to a J. Lee game and it's women. And it's not just women in the backstand, but it's women behind the goal
0: mm-hmm. and you
2: see some games where there's women who are banging the drums and waving the giant flags
1: and it, it's very cool to see last one i had was the singing uh it's the japanese fans you might be losing four nil five nil six nil they don't stop singing mm. but as soon as full time blows they will boo they will yell abuse at the directors and the chairman and people like that it's just, I, I found it frustrating because when my team's losing three, four, five nil, I'm not going to sing, you know, maybe it's a good thing to keep singing, but I don't know, it's a different culture for me that if your team's not doing well, you're not going to support them anymore. So,
2: mm, yep. it, 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 it's very different from country to country. In, in the US, fans will start cheering, but they'll finish booing and there will be just a progression, but you always want to start positively. Uh, but in Europe, you'll have fans protesting before the game. You'll have fans protesting during the game and, and especially after. And I, I agree with you. I get frustrated with how Japanese supporters act sometimes as well, but I think they found a balance between wanting to support the players But being upset with how, if they're not happy with how the club is being run, then they will definitely let you know. And Urawa are a good example of that. Kashiwa will do that a lot. Mm. Uh, Some clubs more than others. But you do see protests sometimes. And I think it's important uh, because fans have a voice in the sport. And sometimes in Japan, they just have to remember that.
1: Very relevant this morning with the Super League and everything too, because Chelsea... They had protests out some their game, and the game was delayed because of the fans. So yeah, fans absolutely can have an impact. So yeah, those are the main things that I pointed out, or that I, that stood out to me as a J League fan that just made me fall in love with the league. Uh,
0: yeah, it's just so unique. 好もしかったね。Tommyのこの5個ぐらいのやつ、なんかとっても日本のサッカーカルチャーをちょっと喋ってたんじゃないかなと思います。次。<笑> え、日本国内に I think that overseas of course soccer is
2: the most popular sport. Uh, but Baseball, uh, Japanese baseball gets a lot of attention uh, because, of course, there's a lot of American baseball fans, and they're interested in seeing which Japanese players are going to come to the U.S., uh, much in the same way that European soccer fans want to know which J-League players are going to come to their leagues. Uh, in Japan, the relationship between baseball and, and soccer has always been very interesting uh, because for, for so long, they've been enemies, and... Then recently, during the pandemic, NPB and the J League have cooperated Mm -hmm. and they formed a task force together. And they've been working together, which is something that we've never seen before. And hopefully that's a good thing, uh, because as an American, when we have a city that has teams for each sport, they're usually very friendly. Uh, But in Japan, you don't see that as much like in Hiroshima. There's Sanfreschi Hiroshima, and there's the Hiroshima Carp, and it's either one or the other. But if you're in, for example, I'm from Philadelphia, so we have the Eagles, the Phillies, the, the 76ers, the Flyers, and the Union, and they all support each other. And I think that if clubs from different sports support each other, then you're... You're doing a better job of creating that sports culture in your city or your prefecture, and I would like to see more of that in Japan.
0: So, Hiroshima, で、えっ まあ、I think it's the other way around. I think that more
2: young sports fans are choosing soccer over sports like baseball and basketball and American football because the games are shorter. A soccer game is 2 hours. 45 minutes intermission 45 minutes a baseball game will take at least three hours Uh, a football a football game will take at least three hours so i I personally i used to go to a lot of baseball games and i used to watch them on tv but now it's like okay this is it's taking move on fellow like let's move on with that that's and that's that's why i like covering soccer as a journalist uh, because i know when the game's gonna start i know when the game's gonna end and i know when i'm gonna go home (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say this makes me worried. We're going to, yeah, I'll sound like a granddad again. I've been complaining a lot lately, Dan, about how mm. I feel out of touch. Well, the kids, the kids are out of touch. It's not me, it's <laughs> the kids.: <laughs> But you're from
2: from Australia cricket.
1: Oh mm, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> 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 Cricket makes baseball look like it's over in about five minutes. Cricket <laughs> takes five days. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I saw a
2: when I when I was in Australia for the Asian Cup, we saw a twenty a T twenty game. Oh yeah. And it was interesting because they were taking it was cricket. But it, it's with with special rules, so mm. it's more it's like baseball cricket. Yeah, it's faster paced, and I liked it, and it was kind mm. of cool, and I appreciated that you know, it was more accessible for me. And I was actually, I was very excited to go see it, and that was a fun day because I also we also went to the uh, Australian Open
1: oh, because nice. we were in Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that's like a good... cool day. But off. that's a that's a really good point, though. Taking it back to Tom's question, cr- that T twenty was created that cricket format was created for young kids who Mm, mm. don't want to watch the longer matches so it's a very valid question i think uh scarily i i think that if uh younger kids
2: if they want faster soccer games they'll play fifa and pro evolution soccer uh and i do think that it's an interesting question because they're watching highlights they're watching these short clips they're digesting games so much faster uh, and, and they're just seeking out informa- in in all this information and all this data but in the end they'll still watch a game i think that when you're at the stadium uh, you, you don't notice how long it is mm-hmm. because it's especially as a writer when i'm writing when i'm covering a game and i'm writing a report it goes Half an hour? It goes
0: too quickly. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, in high school, it's 40 minutes, isn't it? Just watch futsal. <laughs> yeah, just, just
2: <laughs> yeah, futsal, I, I remember I went for one of my, uh, a birthday party, my, uh, t- I invited my teammates on my school team and went to, like, an arena football game or an arena soccer game. Because uh, Philadelphia had a team, and that was interesting because there's it there's no out of bounds. It's just mm. like it's like a hockey non-stop. Rink, so mm. yeah.
1: yeah, it was kind of cool. That's awesome. That would be actually kind of fun to watch, but don't take away real football. <laughs> <laughs> real football has to stay as it is. Even VAR, like all of that, stop touching it. Yeah, conservative. It's been good conservative, enough for hundred years.
0: Tommy now I'm not really don't call me
2: As a fan and then as a journalist for many years, I was among the people who who were encouraging the J League to to do more to promote itself overseas because I think all of us who are fans, we believe in the J League and we want fans, we want overseas fans to be able to watch it. And over the last year or two, they've finally finally, finally, finally started to do a really good job of mm. promoting it. We see that on their their, their social media accounts. Uh, they're posting a lot more on YouTube. And they, they have cr- started to, they, they understand that you can't just translate what you're putting out in Japanese. You need original content. And uh, they, they've just
0: been doing an amazing job. そう やりまあ、have they,
2: the J League has been doing a lot of work in Southeast Asia uh, for a decade now almost because we had a Erfun team from Indonesia. And he came with his million Twitter followers and he was supposed to be such a, a big deal. And unfortunately, uh, he didn't play so well. Uh, we had Le Cong Vinh uh, from Vietnam and he did well at Sapporo for a year. And all it was going to take was one really good Southeast Asian player to do well and perform for his team. And that was what the J League needed. And they found it with Chanatip and you look at how popular the J League is in Thailand now they have their the uh, BTS their the overhead rail and they they converted one of the trains to promote the J League they covered it in advertisements and that's amazing to think about because you you couldn't even do that in Tokyo and here you have a J League train in Bangkok and now the uh J-League is as well known in Thailand as the Premier League. And there's lots of fans who are interested in it. And when there were three Thai players in the J-League for the first time, a couple of the Thai websites sent reporters to Japan. And they stayed here for a year, just covering those players. So for Thai, for Thailand, they're not going to have players going to Europe so quickly. So for them, the J-League is an amazing step up. And
1: so, when a Thai player makes it in Japan, that's a really big deal. That's that's interesting. I feel like we have a very similar look in Australia too. If a if an Australian like Langerak, for example, does well in the J League, it's big big news here. the The J League has
2: said that they want to become the Premier League of Asia. So I think their goal is to attract all of the, this top talent from across Asia, and they're getting there because they have a lot of very good South Korean players. Uh, they've had North Korean players. They now they're they're starting to get players from Southeast Asia, and we've even had a couple players from West and Central Asia as well as of course Australia. So we're starting to get to that point, and I think that the the J League has, has an amazingly diverse uh, field of players, and that can help Japanese players who will be able to improve by playing players with different body
0: types and who are faster and who are more agile. ま、タイまあ、まあ、<笑> I don't think that any of the J League
2: clubs are particularly good. Uh, for example, in the Bundesliga in Germany, each of the clubs has its own English Twitter account. Mm. And that's the same for a lot of the bigger clubs in Italy and in Spain and, and even in France. Uh, the J-League doesn't have those sorts of resources. So they, when they tweet in English it's just only what their media officers can write when they have time. Uh, some clubs like Shimizu have, have volunteers who they get to help. Uh, Osaka used to use, um, translation companies. They would outsource the work. It's going to be a long time before clubs get really good at it. And I would love to see more clubs invest in English. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you you do have clubs like Fisil Kobe, for example, like Yokohama F. Marinos, who are including English in their tweets and in their Instagram posts, Mm. and it's enough to communicate. You don't have to tweet in English all the time, but it's important to use English in your graphics, for example, and in your highlights. And, and. They've also been able to use their English-speaking players to promote the league. So, and Apostakoglou, for example, Michlangerak, for example. I think we're going to see uh, Adam Taggart uh, play
0: a key role now that he's finally now that he's finally in Japan. That happens. Uh, well. Sometimes it happens in the J-League, but a lot of
2: the times it happens at national team games. So so what will happen is there's a challenge I have as a reporter, which is, do I want to write what all of the Japanese media are writing about, or do I want to write about something else? Mm. And because there aren't many people writing about the J-League in English... Even if I'm just listening to the players talk in Japanese, it's still unique when I write about it in English. But if I want to get their opinion or if I want to get the players to be more honest, talking to them in English is the best way. So Maya Yoshida, for example, will be a bit more forthcoming. (laughs) <laughs> when he's speaking in English, just because that, he's used to it. And that's his, like, he's used to talking to English media. Mm. And uh, his, his way of speaking changes. It's the same way when Eiji Kawashima, when, when Eiji Kawashima speaks in it, Japanese or French or English, it's like three different people. <laughs> and then and then you have players like Heisuke Honda, uh who are, yeah he's he's i mean he speaks the same way no matter what he's just a weird guy uh, <laughs> he's but, but he's Keisuke. but he's case Keis- he's case but he <laughs> tries he tries to get his point across in english even if he doesn't understand even if he doesn't know the words mm-hmm. he tries to to he tries to say what he's thinking and i think that's really important
0: その、キャラクター変わるっていうのは多分本当だと思う日本語の時と英語の時でちょっとキャラクター変わるのは uh, well it's interesting because I'm the same way when,
2: when I when I'm talking to players and I'm trying to ask a question in Japanese versus asking them in English like your way of thinking changes because I have to think about how to ask I have to think about how to ask the question in Japanese to get the answer that I'm looking for in English because it's not just about asking the question it's about how you ask the question uh, because if the player can just say "Hi, はいそうです so then that it isn't it isn't good uh, that isn't a good content <laughs> so I have to I have to get them just to like give a longer
0: answer and sometimes you have to think about how to ask the question to get them to do that そうね YouTube no. 英語 it, it, It's very it's very challenging and I think that
2: what what makes me really happy as a journalist is when I ask a question in a press conference and then Even if my Japanese isn't perfect, the managers or the players usually understand what I'm trying to say and they'll give a good answer, but I really like it when other journalists tweet about that answer. Because it does show, it, it like it's proof to me that I was asking a good question. <laughs> Which some, sometimes sometimes I ask a question, and as I'm asking it, I think, "Wow, this is stupid. I I <laughs> really should like I, I should have thought this through a bit more." But when other journalists
0: recognize what I was trying to say, it makes me feel good. There's two answers for
2: this, and because I've covered the J League as a writer and as a photographer, and they can both be fun and they can both be difficult. Um, As a journalist, scoreless draw is really difficult because like there's just nothing to write about. Sometimes there's nothing to write about. Sometimes there, it's an interesting game, but sometimes it's just really boring. It's like why am i here why did i choose to go to this game like and then there's games where like someone scores in the 92nd minute and now it's going into extra time or the the result just changed and and i thought it was going to be a draw and now it's a win and so you have to just change your whole article in five minutes uh because especially working for a newspaper we have to get in that story before the print deadline especially for like a cup final. Yeah. You know, if a cup final goes into extra time, that's, that's trouble as a photographer. I just love being on the pitch and mm. it's your, your the atmosphere and you're just right in the middle of everything. Um, when a team, you know, when you have those big championship games and you just, you know, the, the crowd, the fans are singing and you know, the other fans are singing and you, should, you know, to cat, to be able to capture those moments is super cool. And like, I, I think about things like the club world cup, when Corinthian supporters, 30,000 Corinthians fans in a in, uh, Nissan stadium or all of the river plate supporters who came in, in 2015, Took that was amazing i remember i went to osaka and i covered those games and to to do the them doing what was it the, the bandiera mm. at um On the, uh, yeah at, Daldambordi. yeah
1: Daldambordi. like that was so cool i worked at apple at that point and we had literally non-stop argentinian customers that whole week it was crazy craziest <laughs> week i've ever had yeah before. It was so much fun
2: and just being able to capture that moment like the get I I think the, the first game I ever shot it was the 2010 or 2011 uh Levain Cup final no I guess then it was still the nabisco Cup it was Kashima and Urala and my my cameras weren't very good at all I was still you know learning how to sh- shoot sports I had never really shot it before but I was on the right side of the pitch when yuya Osako scored the game winner in extra time. And I got the shot and it just like, that was the start of it. And then it was just like, okay, next game, I'm going to do it better. And it just kept going. And I went to South Korea and I shot the East Asian cup and I went to Thailand a couple of years later and I shot the national team and I shot the club world cup. And it was just about sh- chasing those bigger moments. And that's, that's what the photography
0: aspect is about for me. It's just the thrill of chasing something bigger each time. そう uh, That's basically where I'm writing right now. I mean, I, I... Am, am sort of exclusive
2: as a writer. So you can read all of my articles on the Japan Times. And of course, uh, I write about soccer, but my colleagues write about baseball and basketball uh, and and sumo. And if you want to read more about Japanese sports in English, uh, please subscribe. Mm. Uh, we, we appreciate it, uh, because it's, we're, we're doing our best to bring Japanese sports to the world. And
0: uh, hopefully you will enjoy. Great, great reading practice. うん、<笑> <あれ、なんか、笑>
1: Dan, I want to say that was r- super interesting. That was, you know, I expected it to be interesting, but it was really, really cool. You, you were very—I mean this in the best way—you were very good at telling a story. Uh, it's really cool to, to listen to you. We actually met at the 2015 Asian Cup, and I don't know if we've maybe met once when I lived in Japan, but uh, yeah, no, it's really cool to speak with you again, and thanks very much for joining us. Absolutely,
2: I I think that what makes the J League and Japanese soccer so special is that. When you meet people through it. Yeah, you, know, you never stop being friends and you never stop being in contact, even if you live on different continents or absolutely uh you know, across the country or across the world. So I'm glad that we could keep it up and uh it's been great to talk to you
0: and to Tomo as well and uh thank you for having me on the show. みんな<笑><僕も声かけます笑>